This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Ryder Taff, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advisory and co-host of Money Talks. Each week, we take your personal finance questions and tell you about a money topic we hope you find helpful. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Welcome to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio, the show all about you and your rights. Our host is Professor Richard Gershon. Host is Professor Richard Gershon of the University of Mississippi School of Law. I'm Liz Gill. Oh, gosh, today. (laughs) Today's show is made for me because I'm one of the biggest procrastinators in the world. Uh, Hello, Professor Gershon. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz, and I hope your weekend was good. And today is tax day, yes. you know. And, and for those procrastinators in the world, today is the day you have to file your taxes. Um, I remember the days where people would drive to the airport post office because that was the only one open at 11.59 at night to file their taxes at the very last minute. And while I don't personally understand it, uh, you know, I, I do understand that people do procrastinate. You have till today. Um, and that's in. good um, because my returns are sitting at home on my kitchen table and I'm going to go mail them after lunch. Uh, our previous show, Money Talks, Ryder Taff, um, a certified investment professional, he he scoffed at having a tax show today. Oh, it's too late. No one will need a tax show today. Well, yes, you do. (laughs) You may need to know that you can file an extension today if you just kind of woke up and said, oh, my gosh, I don't have my taxes done yet. That's true. And you still have until the end of the day. But, you know, it's uh, the thing about it is we'll talk a little bit today about that extension. We'll talk about why maybe for next year it's better to file early. And there are good reasons to do so. Oh, oh, I know know, there are. Yes. (laughs) And you mentioned you're going to put you're going to mail them today. Now, they won't get there today, but that's OK. As long as they are, uh, you, they, you know, the, the old school mailing them, you know, they put us on the stamp. They'll put a date uh, signature on there and that that is that qualifies. So as long as you have it in the mail and stamped by today uh, and, uh, you know, then it doesn't have to be delivered today. Well, and we because the the ways of the post office are a mystery and we have so many pieces of paper that will be in the envelope we're going to go and get that may 18th cancellation but tell us professor gershon why is may 18th an acceptable day for taxes this year well yeah that's a great question because usually it's may 5th i mean it's april 15th Usually April 15th is the deadline for filing taxes, but we didn't have that this year. And so you would think, well, why not then? I can understand that because that was a Saturday. But why not the 17th, which was Monday, which would make sense. Usually, you know, that would that would follow. But um, April 17th was the day. Monday was the day that uh, D.C. was celebrating Emancipation Day. Um, when the slaves were uh, decreed in D.C. in 1862. And because that is a holiday, uh, we can't have filing on 
either a weekend or a federal or D.C. holiday. So that left us with the 18th. And that is today. So we had till Tuesday. You even had extra time. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, and to uh, just remind our listeners in Mississippi, uh, along those same lines, Monday, April 24th is a state holiday. It is Confederate Memorial Day and state agencies will be closed. But I don't think banks will be and the the mail will still be delivered. But uh, yes, in D.C., they celebrate Emancipation Day on April 17th. Or is it the is it the first Monday or the Monday after? Is it the 17th or how does it work out? Actual Emancipation Day was the 16th. Uh, the actual day was the 16th because that was a Sunday. Then today, uh, Monday was the day that they took as the the holiday. So, yeah, you know, it's um. So that that is why we had till the 18th this year. Uh, and so, uh, you know, usually it's the 15th. And in fact, your extension, if you get an extension, if you haven't filed, you still have time to file for an extension. Well, now, and, uh, I don't to, need to file uh, an extension. I've got mine all printed out. Uh, I just need to sign them and, and take them. But for the folks who do need an ex- who can't get their taxes, you know, stamped by today, what can they do? Well, not panic. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's one thing. They'll have till they will be granted an extension if they file for it uh, till October 15th. Uh, and you do have to file a form 4868. And again, the old days, I remember we have to, used to have to go to the library to get uh, tax forms or sometimes you had to uh, copy them, you know, photocopy them out of a book. But now you can get them freely available, any form you need, any set of instructions you need on a really good website, irs.gov. Uh, it is, uh, I use it for my classes because it has so much good information there on about every topic from the, the simplest tax topic to, to the most complicated things like partnership tax and things like that. So, um, you know, the forms, the instructions are all there and 4868 will allow you to file for an extension. You'll have till October 15th to file without a penalty to file the taxes without a penalty. Uh, you know, and that is what people should be doing right now. If they're saying there's no way I'm going to be able to get those in today. And I know, you know, my my oldest has the oldest child syndrome, and she just scoffs at me. You're getting a refund. Why are you taking so long to file your taxes? I file mine the first week of February. And, you know, gosh darn it, as much as it hurts me to admit, she is right uh, so tell us. You told that baby you got bills and stuff to pay. <laughs> you can't just sit there and think about taxes twenty four hours a day. Well, you got bills and a job and stuff. Well, and uh, as Jay White, the host of Everyday Tech, knows, uh, Professor Gerson, remind us what are some good reasons to file early or to file as soon as you can. Well, one is to get that refund earlier. But, you know, when you, when you, I mean, when you when you're getting a refund, you're basically meaning that you overpaid your taxes, which means you've given the federal government a an interest free loan. Well, which, and I'm happy these, to do that. You're welcome, U.S. government. <laughs> well, and I, you know, and I agree with I agree with that. I mean, I'm, I you know, look, I think paying taxes is part of our obligation to citizens, uh, and you know, we're lucky to to live in this country and and to benefit from all that it offers. 
Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I see it as a civic duty, but but overpaying is not necessarily a civic duty. And so if you're going to get a refund, it does make sense to go ahead and, and try to file early. But there are other reasons, too. And one is there are scammers out there who might steal your um, your Social Security number and file for your refund instead. Um, and that does happen. The sooner you file, the less likely them they're going to be able to be successful in, in, in pulling off that scam. So that's one. Um the other is, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the whole concept of the, the refund, but um, just reducing stress, you know, oh, getting them done early. And I know this is this, the sword of Damocles has been hanging over me. And well, you know, I tell you what, I did start March 17th and then saw something my husband did that required us to jump through a whole bunch more hoops. And so I just kind of threw up my arms and said, I don't want to do this right now. So I, I, I put it off till I was in a, in a better frame of mind. But yes, it, you know, for since the beginning of the year, you know, I've been thinking, oh, I have to do these taxes. Yuck. And, and not to be a hypocrite, I filed mine last week and I'm getting a refund. <laughs> so I, you know, I waited till almost the last minute, not quite. So I don't really have much to say. And it's like Jay said, I mean, you got other stuff going on and you know, you got to get them done. And then you pick a weekend and say, hey, this is the time that I have the time to do it. Um, and so, you know, you get them done. And, um, but you know, it's, it does make sense to try to have, be on a, you know, set calendars, prepare a checklist in January. This, this is where Ryder is somewhat correct because, you know, the tax show really ought to be in December and January. But this is as much for next year and for those who are going to be late this year and not you're getting yours in on time. You're fine. But those who are going to have to file for an extension and regularly have to file for extension, this is kind of like that New Year's resolution where you say, "Okay, wait, next year, I'm not going to do this to myself. So having a checklist, being organized and and then truthfully in my house, uh, my wife, Donna, is the one who does all the organization. She just hands me the tax folder and it's all there. Uh, you know, and it's really so easy for me to do, but have being organized and having that information and keeping that information, having a checklist and just knowing, you know, picking a weekend earlier, earlier for me next year in the year. So to this, sit down and do your test. This is not a late show. It's a very, very, very early show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we would love to hear what you think about taxes. Send us an email. That email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. We are discussing taxes today. Now, the IRS has learned hard that the whole cats and dog meme thing is something that will make the IRS feel or come across as more warm and fuzzy. I'm going to explain that statement next. This is in legal terms. Now, not everybody has a chance to listen to our show live. So if you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show in legalterms.mpbonline.org. Our host is Professor Richard Gershon of the University of Mississippi School of Law. I'm Liz Gill. So I'm sure... Because they're so adorable and eye-catching, the IRS has added cats to their Twitter post images. They are tweeting like every 30 minutes or every 15 minutes today. Today they've got, there's no stopping time, but last-minute IRS tips can help you meet the April 18th 
tax deadline. And there's a cute graphic of this cat with a rope with a hook trying to pull the hands of a clock back. IRS.gov slash newsroom. That's where they have uh, some tips. They also have one where a kitten is wearing a tutu with pearls and a tag that says, curiosity will not do you any harm. Check the IRS where's my refund tool. And there's also puppies. Uh, Don't miss the puppy with the image. Friendly reminder, reminder, uh, if you need to fetch tax forms by the April 18th deadline, visit the IRS site. And we've mentioned that the IRS website is irs.gov, irs.gov. There's a whole bunch of other things. Uh, They just pulled up an hour ago. And this one, this one, Professor Gerson, this one goes for me. It's a picture of a cute horse pinata. And it says, don't beat yourself up. If you can file by April 18th, if you can't file by April 18th, request an extension with IRS free file. And that's what we're talking about today. Either, either get your taxes in today or let's learn some great tools to make sure that you get your taxes uh, in the up and uh, get the in the straight and narrow for next year. Uh, Professor Gershon, we do have a, uh, a call. Let's go to Vanessa, who is calling in from New Orleans. Oh, no, Vernisa. Vernisa, who's called in from New Orleans. Vernisa, we're so glad that you're joining us today on Tax Day with Professor Richard Gershon. What's your question or comment? Hi. I file taxes. I'm late doing so for this coming year, but I saw something in my 2018 uh, taxes where I got a $150 refund, but the income was uh, switched. So I am uh, short about $13,000 in refund. Is it too late to go back and file for that time period? Yes, I'm sorry to tell you it is. Unfortunately, there, there's something called a statute of limitations, and it applies to uh, the IRS's ability to audit us, but it also uh, applies to our ability to uh, file for a refund. And typically, we have two years from the date that our return is due or uh, to file a for a refund. And so that's you'd be well past that date, unfortunately. They have three years uh, past the, di- the time the, intake, the return is either due or actually submitted. So Liz has extended the, uh, and will, and those seeking a, a, uh, an extension, one downside to that is if you actually file October 15th, then they have three years from that date to, to audit that return. Um, but yes, unfortunately, because of the statute of limitations, you would not be able to reopen that tax year. And so it's really important to to try, you know, and I'm sorry that happened to you, but for other listeners, you know, go make sure that if there is a mistake that you you catch it um and 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 file an amended return within that period of time. There there are different statutes of limitations for fraud. There is no statute of limitations. They can audit us any time for substantial underpayments. They have six years. There there are a lot of different that's a complex issue, but 
unfortunately for refunds, the time frame is is fairly limited. Well, Vernicia, I am glad that you brought this up. Once again, I was looking at the IRS uh, tweets, and there's a cute piggy bank one, and it says, file a 2019 tax return by July 17th to claim pending IRS refund. But once again, that's 2019, and you're asking about 2018. So uh, I think our, our, our board engineer, Jay White, is all up in arms on your account, um, very <laughs> frustrated that you can't get your money. Yeah, how's my money all of a sudden not my money anymore? Why is there a statute of limitations yeah. on my money being my money? Well, you know, yeah, I think a lot yeah. of it. You know, right, right. Right. And Sorry, I think I'm going to. That works both ways, Jay. It really does. Because it also means that they their years are closed to them. If, if, the, if it had been the other way around and, and she owed uh, money, uh, that year would be closed to the IRS as well, as long as there was no fraud or substantial under underreporting of the tax. Um, then, uh, you know, I, I just think it's they're they're understaffed. And they got lots of they have all the returns of all the people in this country who are taxpayers. And if they have to go back and reopen years from the past on top of trying to deal with the ones that they have in front of them, it would be a monumental task. And one reason why we want to hire 87,000 new uh, employees for the IRS, new agents, is because of that. I mean, they, they are they are so understaffed, it's really hard for them to keep up. And in fact, Liz, one thing, your your paper return, you're probably going to get your refund. Slower. I just don't. I don't. I don't feel like staffing issues are a problem when we owe money. Oh. That's a good point, I, I don't think it's an issue then. Probably so. Sorry, Vernicia. We're glad that you called in, but hopefully you'll be a reminder to everybody else to get, you know, <laughs> double double check your your uh, yeah. returns and make sure you've got your things in order. But in the yeah. last couple of years. Do not wait. <laughs> All right. Thanks yeah, for calling in I'm today. I'm so sorry about that. So for for folks who do need to turn in, you know, they haven't done their taxes today. You, you're the ultimate uh, procrastinator, and you ha- you haven't paid or filed. What 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 about the extension? Well, you know the the fi- It's an extension for filing, but not for paying. And that's important because you're getting a refund, you mentioned, but so you're okay. Uh, you know, they don't mind waiting to get your return if they're going to give you a refund. But if you owe money to the IRS, you still have to pay that money, even if you have to file an extension. So it's an extension to file, not an extension to pay. Well, what should you do? If you, if you haven't done your taxes because it's a mystery, should you just throw in a check for $200 in case, in case? I, I would go to the IRS payment website and pay online if it was me. <laughs> um, that's where I, I uh, that's where we pay. Uh, you know, there, there are things called estimated taxes that you can pay. And, I, and that's what you would do is you would estimate what tax you owe and, and pay it. Uh, and uh, and really, we're supposed to be paying those taxes throughout the previous year. Remember, this is the 2022 return that we are now sending in 2023. So those are those taxes should have been completed um, mostly in 2022, paid in 2022. So if somebody owes taxes, there there would be penalties and interest. So even though you got an extension to file, 
you still got to think about the penalties and interest that might apply for paying late. And that's a whole different thing. And I do know all about paying ext- filing extensions because I had to do that. I'm an enabler. I'm one of these parent enablers. I because I had purchased a TurboTax, I do the taxes for the adults in my family. And last year, the kids who worked multiple jobs didn't have all their W-2s because they had worked, you know, at some place for three months and someplace else for four months. And they just didn't have all of their information. So we filed extensions for them last year. But, you know, what happens if you do file late? You know, today is the day you need to get something to the IRS saying, hey, I'm a person. I know I owe taxes. Hopefully I've already paid enough. But what happens if you haven't uh, if you haven't filed yet? Well, if you that's a, it's a really good question. Important one. If you if you file late, there is a late filing penalty as well. That would They'll tack on part of what you owe. Now, here's the thing. If, if you're, you do not have to file for a refund, there's no requirement. You, you actually, the, the, the regulations actually say you have to file your tax return for taxes owed. Um, but if you are someone who doesn't owe taxes or, or is entitled to a refund, technically, you do not have to ask for that refund. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, but, you know, so, but if you, so there's really a penalty on, on uh, late filing uh, for people who you know, owe taxes. But so I, I think it's really just important to go ahead and get it in by October 15th if you haven't done it today uh, and avoid that penalty. Now, I want to talk about Jay's point about statutes of limitations. I don't I don't disagree with him, except we have to have some limits in the law. So we, we've had on other shows, we've talked about people who have been in an auto accident, for example, um, making sure that they if they're going to talk to a lawyer or they're going to do something like file, you know, a, a complaint, they need to do it in a timely fashion because there are statutes of limitations pretty much on any action that happened in the law. And that includes the IRS, because that gives both parties the opportunity to make sure that that they can. The information is in front of them. It's not stale. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, it worked an injustice, it seems like, in, in, in our caller's case. But, um, you know, that that's just rules that we apply in the law for pretty much any situation, statute of limitations. Well, you did mention, you know, we're talking about filing. Today is the deadline for filing 2022 taxes, but we're already into the second quarter of 2023, and we're getting off to a good start for 2023. So what can we do if we think we might owe some taxes in 2023? Well, one is to pay estimated taxes. Uh, there is, uh, um, you can, if you file electronically um, and use tax software, um, you and I were talking about, we both do that, but if I, with, with, if I, by using tax software, it'll, it'll calculate what your estimated taxes should be for the following year. And you will be in that situation if you're someone who um, is self-employed or has a lot of investment income um, and doesn't have a lot of withholding. And so, uh, you know, that's when you end up probably owing taxes, but you need to pay them quarterly. And that's what you do with estimated taxes. If you're, if all your in- income is employment income and your, and your employer withholds on your income, you, you probably don't need to do that because you're paying 
those taxes every paycheck. And so you're going to be okay. But if you're someone who, who, you know, let's say you sell real estate for a living and you work on commission uh, and some months you have a lot of money coming in and other months you may not have as much, uh, you should be paying estimates on that tax, uh, on that, on that income and not waiting till April 15th or April 18th, as the case may be the following year, then to pay your taxes. Cause then you're going to find that you have a, a late payment penalty, even though you're saying, wait a minute, I'm paying it when I'm following my return, but the taxes are actually due in 2022 for 2022 and not in April of 2023. We've been lucky enough to have some investment income and, rather than trying to worry about paying estimated uh, tax, we just make sure we have enough withheld from our regular paycheck that, you know, by the end of the year, it, it all it all covers. But uh, that's, that is a blessing. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, – we want to hear from you. We're going to hear from Jerry in Bay Springs. We want to hear from you. What's your question or comments about – filing taxes today or getting on the right step to get ready to uh, keep your 2023 taxes all in order, we'd love for you to send us your questions to our email address, legalterms at mpbonline.org. We are talking about filing your taxes or filing that extension today. Form 4868. (laughs) But what if you don't need to file a tax return? You might want to anyway. I'll tell you more about that next. You're listening to In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. Professor Richard Gershon is our expert host. I'm Liz Gill. We hope you subscribe to our podcast or find all the MPB Think Radio recordings on our website, mpbonline.org slash radio. So I'm loving IRS Twitter. It's one of my favorites. And it reminds us that people not required to file a tax return might be eligible for thousands in tax credits if they generate a return. So even if you haven't needed to, you know, maybe file one anyway. And and if you're using a free file or a software it might uncover something you didn't even know you were entitled to. We are talking about either today is tax day and you need to get your taxes done today in the mail, in the electronic sphere, however you're going to do it, or maybe you need some tips on how to get going for the year 2023. Our lines are full so let's go to Jerry in Bay Springs. Jerry, we're so glad you've called in today. What's your comment or question? Yes, ma'am. Um, I was wondering, I'm uh, just turned 73, and uh, I understand that I don't really have to file a tax return if I'm below the poverty level and at that age. Is that correct? Well, that that is correct, Jerry. Um, and you uh, will not qualified for the earned income tax credit either, uh, which is one of the credits that, that Liz was talking about. Um, unfortunately, as we as we get older, we, we cease to qualify. Um, so that's that is true. Uh, you know, um, if you haven't now, if you have investment income, if you, you know, if your income is above a certain level, you would have to. But if you don't have an income that would trigger the tax, you do not actually have to file the return. 
Okay, Jerry, so uh, on the IRS tax tweet, uh, 18 hours ago, they tweeted, uh, while most federal income tax laws apply equally to all taxpayers regardless of age, there are some provisions that give special treatment to older taxpayers. So that IRS publication is 554. It's an IRS tax guide for seniors. If you find yourself in need of some great nighttime uh, go-to-sleep reading, you might want to read Publication 554. It's a tax guide for seniors. That's a great call, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry. We're glad you've called in. Let's go now to Utica and speak with Caroline. Caroline, we're glad that you've called in today. What's your comment or question? Hi, it's Caroline, by the way. Okay. Um, uh, the, the reason I called is um, I have uh, past tax uh, return forms for uh, 2018, 2019, and uh, 2020 that I haven't filed uh, for refund. Is it too late to file for my refund with uh, tax returns that fall back? Well, you know, we were just talking about that. I'm glad you called, Carolyn, because uh, not for 2019 and 2020, but yes, for 2018. The statute of limitations will are you from filing uh, for that refund, unfortunately, but you're still within the time frame to, for, because the 2019 return was due in 2020 uh-huh. and the 2020 return was due in 2021, you still have some time to go ahead and file for those refunds. Um, okay. I would say the sooner the better. <laughs> okay. So what's the deadline on them? Well, Caroline, or Carolyn, uh, I was just uh, saying the IRS did tweet with a cute picture of a piggy bank that if you have a 2019 refund you are due, you need to get that done by July 17th. That's according to the IRS Twitter page. Okay, so that would be for both of them then, 19 and 20. Well, for 19, and then you'd have another year to get 20s done. Okay, but I recommend go ahead and go ahead. Can I recommend you go ahead and get 20 done as well while you're doing it? Because you're just allowing the IRS to keep that refund at the government, the federal government, to keep that refund for a longer period of time by waiting. And might as well get them both done and and get them, you know, get both refunds. It's going to take a while, though. And and I I, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do they uh, do you get interest on them if it's that far back? Uh, You can. Yes. Oh, okay. but, But it's a. But interest really only starts if you haven't filed the taxes at all, uh-huh. um, then then the interest really won't start um, until you actually file the taxes because they only owe you interest if they've been if they've been put on notice that they owe you a refund. And so oh, that's okay. why it's important to go ahead and file that return. OK, that's good. And I have one more question for you. all um, I received a small damage uh, settlement. Uh, from my, my, my former job, it was less than $5,000. Do I have to file a form for that? What kind of damages were they, Carolyn? Were they for personal injury? Were they for a physical injury? No. Uh, uh, well, I guess a personal injury. Uh, I won, like, uh, a harassment suit. Well, and so that was on your employment? Yeah, a, a, an EEOC yeah. harassment suit, a small suit. Uh, it was less than $5,000. Well, technically, um, the the code does say that that uh, that any um, any uh, damage awards that are not for physical injury or sickness 
Uh-huh. Um, or to pay medical expenses is income. Okay. So, so I do, I do think, because that, you do, you do. Okay, because um, do you know, is it a particular kind of form, like what the number would be or something? No, it just be on your regular 1040. It's just, that is considered just income. And you oh. would just, yeah, that would be income. Would they have sent her a tax form, like a 1099 or a W-2 or something? She, she's she should have gotten something. And, and uh, let's see, personal injury workers comp is not included. Uh, I'm just making sure because the uh, code section is, there's a lot in this code section, but uh, disability injuries. So it's really for One physical thing injuries. I like about using a tax software is at the end of when you're inputting all the information, they say, do you have something else? And then if you've got some kind of strange form number or you realize they hadn't asked you about something, at least uh, with the, the TurboTax or H&R Block or things, you can say, hey, wait a second. I still have this piece of paper that says tax document important. What did you find, uh, Professor Gershon? Anything? It really is for physical injuries, workers comp, uh, and that's you know that it used to be for any any damages from a person. That this would be considered a personal injury. Anytime you're in a in a lawsuit like that, it's a personal injury. But Congress limited the uh, the tax exclusion to physical injuries a while back, um, and physical injuries and sickness. So unfortunately, um, the harassment or you know just any any employment related damages typically that are not related to injury are going to be uh, includable. Okay, so I just put it on my tax form. Right, and, and you just say you did. they should send, I, I, somebody, I, I, you know, I would say somebody should send you a form indicating that, but if they don't, if you're an employee and you don't get a form, you still have uh-huh. to report it. Okay, because I did get a PERS form, you know, uh, when I pulled out of my uh, out of my uh, my pension plan, um, they sent me from my job uh, a, a form uh, listing the amount that I withdrew from my PERS uh, after all right. this happened. Do I have to file that too? No. So you got so you have payments from PERS? Yeah, I did. The pension pension payments. Yeah, they are. They are definitely income. That's that's income. All that have to be reported. Right, okay. All right. That's correct. Now, yeah, I wish you know. Uh, I wish I had better news for you. But that's, <laughs> I, that's, I know I'm yeah. going to have to get some help. It looks like to do this. All right, then. Thank you right. so much. Thanks, Carolyn. Right. Oh, and Carolyn, that reminds me, uh, their IRS will have face-to-face help Saturday, May 13th from 9 to 4. It's at the McCoy Federal Building in Jackson uh, on 100 West Capitol Street. I guess the IRS offers this uh, monthly, and the next one is, well, it offers it monthly during the, I guess, I think November to May. So the IRS will offer face-to-face help. It's called IRS Face-to-Face Saturday Help. And in Mississippi, the only one is May 13th, 2023, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. No reservations available or allowed. Um, it's at the uh, the McCoy Federal Building on West Capitol Street. So if you uh, don't get any help before then, that's one place where you can go. 
Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much. All right. Our email address to send questions is legalterms at mpbonline.org. Hey, we realize that those who were in the tornado disasters in March are still hurting. So I've got some good news about one less thing to worry about. Thank you for being part of In Legal Terms. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. It's also available on the MPB Public Media app as are all our local shows. Hey, Professor Gershon, I'm loving. Uh, they've improved our MPB Public Media app. Now you can talk to us. When you just hit the menu button, you can scroll and pick a show that you want to talk to. And there's a talk to us button. And you can send a video or you can just talk to uh, the, the phone and ask a question. And then that sends us the audio or the picture. So uh, we'd love for anyone to talk to us on the MPB Public Media app. Our host is Professor Richard Gershon from the University of Mississippi School of Law. I'm Liz Gill. At 11 a.m. Central on Tuesdays, following our over-the-air broadcast, you can hear Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking, with Dr. Susan Buttress on MPB Think Radio. Jay, we should get Dr. Buttress to do a show on why people put off doing things that are good for them when they know they should do them. And if they did them earlier, they'd be in a whole lot better situation. But they put them put off doing it anyway. Not 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 being not treating your future self nicely. That's one thing I heard. I heard someone say that uh, if you do things to make your future self have a better day, you're treating your future self better by doing things on time. Anyway, hey, folks, Mississippi storm victims now have until July 31st of 2023 to file various federal income and business tax returns and to make payments, the Internal Revenue Service announced. The IRS is offering relief to any area designated by FEMA as a result of tornadoes and severe storms that occurred on the March 24th and 25th. This means that individuals and households that reside or have a business in Carroll, Humphreys, Monroe, and Sharkey counties qualify for tax relief. Other areas added later to the disaster area will also qualify for the same relief. The current list of eligible localities is available on the Tax Relief in Disaster Situation page. Oh, and I also uh, heard, Professor Gershon, that our friends at the North Mississippi Rural Legal Association, they were reaching out to help people who had been in disaster areas if they needed any legal assistance. Professor Gershon and I are talking taxes either for today or for the future because I have bared my soul and said what a procrastinator I am. But let's go on and find out what's going on with Brother Daniel in Pascagoula. Brother Daniel, we're so glad you've called in today. What's going on with you? Hey, hey, I want to thank y'all. Thank you for doing what you're doing, making Mississippi better. Uh, what's happening with me, um, in 2020, I was in an accident uh, right at Mardi Gras. I was in that eight-car pileup we had in Ocean Springs uh, that Friday, the 21st, and uh, March, I think it was, when the governor was down here. And uh, I uh, 
I had tax, we call it tax PDSD. <laughs> so <laughs> since 2020 and now, I haven't had a chance to really file my taxes. My, I do the lift, but I made less than, I say, $4,000 2020. Uh, 2021, I made less than maybe 2000 because of my injuries. What I needed to find out was, as far as the money I got in the settlement for the accident due to bodily harm and injury, that's, uh, I think I heard you say that's not tax that's not you don't have to pay the taxes on that or you do have to pay the tax on that. I, I couldn't understand yeah, when you, you were saying it damn. Right. For physical injury, it's a mm-hmm. great question, Brother Dan. Thank you. For physical injury and sickness. So from your accident for your physical injuries, you do not have to pay taxes on that. Um, the okay. previous caller had non-physical injuries. Hers damages were as part of an employment suit for discrimination. Um, those are taxable. And I did verify that. Yeah, it is just personal injury and and sickness. No, uh, And so you you do qualify for that exclusion and you don't have to worry about reporting All right. those. All right. And the other thing that I needed to know was very important. You remember we got, I think it was a $10,000 credit for, was it 2020? Um, mm-hmm. Am I still eligible for that if I'm filing this year to handle that 2020 and 2021? Because I did collect unemployment, you know, from the eight, April, what was that, April 4th? until we had got it no more, uh, you know, the federal COVID, yeah, COVID relief. So, uh, you know, I th- uh, that, it may be too ahead. late for that. That's a separate program. And I think that's something that you need to, um, I would look on the IRS website or actually that may, that's really a separate federal government program. Um, and I don't okay. know directly the answer to that question, but I do think that's something worth looking into, but I think it may be too late to file for that, uh, that credit. Well, Brother Daniel, what I would suggest is we have mentioned that sometimes even if you don't feel like you have to pay to go ahead and file because there might be some yeah, people not required to file a tax return may be eligible for thousands in tax credits. So if you, if it's possible, you know, try to get a form in so that you can check to see if you get any uh, tax credits, uh, if you didn't earn enough to have a tax filing requirement, you may still be due a refund from the IRS. Claim it with free file, irs.gov slash free file. You might check into that um, to see if that uh, uh, happens happens to you. So good luck to you. Let's do our last call. It's Mikey in Mobile. Mikey, we're glad you've called in to In Legal Terms today on Tax Day. What is your question or comment? I hope this is not too... uh, It's crazy, but it's my life. What can I say, okay? Um, uh, Okay, if the wrong tax ID on the mortgage statements, interest mortgage statements... This is a 25-year-old mortgage, that, and it's got the wrong tax ID on it. And I know, after doing my own investigation, that it's the person which I originally had a co four years worth of um, uh, a co-partnership on it, and we I haven't seen him since. 
Now, we're talking 25 years, okay? Now, after numerous attempts with the SBA to straighten this out, both from Denver and Boulder, um, I mean, I'm sorry, Denver and, and uh, Birmingham, uh, where our, the service for this, the SBA is for Alabama, I have not had any help, you know, with getting it done. Who should I call next? How do I get it corrected? Should I try the IRS? Should I try the Social Security Administration? All of the above? Well, I'm I'm just a little bit confused. Let me ask this. I mean, is it your, is it your taxpayer identification number? Or is it or is it? The, it has been in my name and in my name only since 1998. And have you been taking the deduction regularly on your tax return without any issue? No, because my huh. income is not. My taxable income is not high enough to have made any difference. I'm not. I guess my question might be then what, what is what's what is. I mean, even if it's wrong, and maybe it shouldn't be wrong, but even if it's wrong, what what harm is it causing? Is just my question. Yeah, I guess nowadays most folks uh, don't even take itemized deductions anyway. Um, you know, if you have further questions, you might want to email us. Uh, Mikey, our email address is legalterms at mpbonline.org. I hope we don't give uh, Dr. Buttress a whole bunch of calls of people who have uh, tax day syndrome and anxiety about filing taxes today or guilt over not having filed tax today or anyway i hope you have a wonderful tax day i hope you get your taxes in file that extension if you need to and if not make a promise to your future self to get organized for 2023. Thank you, Professor Gershon, for uh, helping us with In Legal Terms. He's our great host. And thanks, Jay White, our engineer, and for Jermaine Flood, our call screener, and our podcast producer. So for Professor Gershon, who hosts from the University of Mississippi School of Law, I'm Liz Gill. We want you to join us next Tuesday at 10 a.m. for In Legal Terms on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.